This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. Three out of five adults in the US say they are lonely. But we are living in the times when adults are choosing to be single. So what differentiates between lonely versus being alone? In this episode 96 of the SOS show with me, Suchita, we try and get more intimate with the word lonely and why we, the system and the ecosystem must not take this for granted. We could be sitting on a ticking time bomb of loneliness epidemic. Our guest for today is Dr. Jyoti Sangli, a consultant psychiatrist with over 25 years of experience. Hi Jyoti, welcome to our podcast, The SOS Show and uh, thank you for joining in and thank you for taking our time for this a very important conversation that uh, I think all of us have been sort of feeling, getting the feelers of it for a while now. And we're talking about the loneliness epidemic, uh, which I recently also read in the New Yorker and New York Times, how it's actually can become something very dangerous if you're not, if you're not paying attention to it right now. Um, but starting on a lighter note to the loneliness epidemic, I don't know if you read uh, this news about the girl from Gujarat who decided to marry herself. So, hi, Suchita. Um, thanks for having me on your SOS show. I have been hearing a few episodes and I must say the topics are really unique. Uh, so, thanks for having me. Yes, I did read about Shama Bindu. And especially more after you mentioned we were going to record this today. So, yes, it's maybe a pioneering uh, event and maybe an indication of what we can expect next in the way people would be dealing with their own loneliness and maybe the brewing loneliness epidemic that you're mentioning. So, it's we've just been... I don't even know whether we are out of the COVID pandemic, but yes, we are hoping to be gradually coming out of a pandemic. But uh, during the pandemic, we spoke about a brewing mental health epidemic or pandemic, which we were at the brink of. But I think that was even preceded by something like a loneliness epidemic. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be great to converse about it. Yeah, and uh, Jyoti, it's like when I was actually checking the data and I saw that, you know, this is a general data, how relevant and how it changes it sort of uh, uh, will times will can only say. But also you have data that is restricted to US and uh, we do not have much data that uh, is perhaps in India, India data. So the data says that 80% of the population below 18 years and 40% above 65 years, they consider themselves lonely. And the data also says that three out of five adults in the U.S. consider them, themselves lonely. So when we talk about loneliness, Jyoti, and because you're a psychiatrist and a known one at that, how would you define, how would you as a psychiatrist define loneliness? And how would a general person who's experiencing loneliness define that loneliness for themselves? So, yes, uh, 
it is true that we do not have too much of Indian data because uh, I would say that loneliness as a concept itself is slightly tabooed in our culture. So that's mm. because uh, as an Indian culture or also even as an Asian culture, we have had a um, inherent family system. It's very new that the teenagers are wanting to live independently, which is a very difficult uh, concept for parents to accept even today. Because of which data on this would be very difficult to collect because there would be very few people who will be forthcoming to share this kind of data with anyone who is pointedly wanting to collect this data. Now, hmm. having said that, what exactly do we mean by loneliness? Of course, when we talk about English, in the English terms, it would mean that you are physically not with someone, not living with someone, you're living alone. But I would also say loneliness comes from living. You may be amongst a huge group of people, but yes. still feel absolutely not connected to any one of them and yeah. hence feel that I am alone because I am ununderstood, I am not understood, I am not connected or even feel that people are not bothered about me, people are not worried about me, uh, people don't care for me. It could be also that you are in a marital relationship or a romantic relationship in which you don't really feel completely understood or belonged. So in spite yeah. of being in a diet of a relationship, you may still feel extremely lonely. So loneliness as a what we are trying to discuss today is loneliness as a concept and not as a physical structure. Yeah. Which could be amongst a big group, could be in a diet, could be in a person who's living alone and could not exist in a person living alone but very yeah. content with himself or herself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Jyoti, tell me, how do, how do we differentiate now when, say, I'm on my own and, uh, you know, I have to take care of my everything and you know, how do I know that it's loneliness or it's being alone? This is a question I often ask, you know, like, how do you differentiate between the two? See, when I am content... Yeah. not bothered by doing my own chores at my own pace yeah. with the people I choose with yeah. at my own, in my own chosen ecosystem. I am yeah. and I don't crave for company. I am not lonely. Being alone could be physical and it, it could just mean that I want people, but I don't have people. So lonely, when if I'm feeling loneliness, it means that I desire connections. I desire company, but I don't, I'm not finding it. Being mm. alone, I will be completely happy doing what I'm doing. Mm. But yeah. when I feel the pinch, when I yeah. feel that it's affecting my daily life, or when yeah. I feel that I would crave for company at 2 a.m. in the morning 
or yeah. I don't have a friend to share my thoughts is when I'm being lonely. Yeah. So that, that defense, uh, differentiation is something everyone should understand at what point they should know that they are feeling the loneliness and perhaps is always just being alone and being happy being alone. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh so at this point, Dr. Jyoti, when we're talking about feeling the loneliness pangs, uh, which can have uh, psychiatric consequences as well, like depression, or severe depression, or can lead to Alzheimer at a later stage, as I was reading, what do you suggest at this point? A couple of symptoms that people should identify and perhaps reach out to somebody for help? So there are three things that we are discussing. I would want to kind of categorize this into one yeah. is being alone, yeah. one is loneliness and one is social withdrawal. Hmm. So when I am being alone by choice and I'm yeah. happy being alone, I don't feel the need of having someone in my life as a friend, as a companion, as a person with whom I go and have coffee, I am just happy doing everything alone, is being alone by choice. When I feel the pangs, when I lose sleep over it, when I feel depressed about it, or I feel sad about it, when I am entering toxic relationships to quench this empty yeah. feeling Toxic when relation. I am uh, taking the help of substances or getting yeah. dependent on the substances to kill this lonely feeling when I am engaging in rash activities to uh, overcome this uh, sense of emptiness when I am my work is suffering or my daily activities are suffering because I don't feel happy from inside is when mm. the loneliness is getting on to me and I may need to at least explore the possibility of it not being a healthy concept with a mental health professional and decide whether I'm okay or not. All of yeah. us would want to hear that this is okay. But there mm. is no harm in getting a spending money and getting a normal report than sitting over a situation and getting an abnormal report after six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I you're sitting on a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Now, yeah. the third concept could be something called a social withdrawal, which we see in a lot of mental health uh, clients. So, because of their inherent inability to cope with stress, they withdraw from society. They withdraw from their colleagues because of body image issues, because of low self-esteem, because of maybe feeling inadequate, because of feeling, uh, having this feeling of I am not good enough for others or because of pathological conditions like hallucinations and delusions, they withdraw themselves and start being aloof. Now, that is pathology. That is not 
liking being alone or that is not loneliness that is pathology so mm-hmm. we need to kind of differentiate with the help of uh, friends colleagues family whether there is a being alone category whether there is a loneliness category or whether whether there is a mental health social withdrawal category Mm, that's very important jyoti in terms of the three categories we should be able to identify ourselves first place ourselves first and then choose the path that we want to take but also jyoti come to the point that you know many of the many of the current generation of people if i'm uh, you know uh, if i may say in their late 20s 30s are actually choosing to be single and uh, there could be multiple yes. reasons to that perhaps yes. that that could be social media reasons that could be uh, one of the reasons that we are so addicted to our own selves through the smartphones that we or it could be the reason that we do not want uh, to be in the era of our parents taking responsibilities and then just focusing on the kids all the time you know and devoting our lives to the kids which we have seen our parents do you know so Correct. choosing to be uh, a single could be one of the reasons that people are unhappy or not wanting responsibilities and hence you're choosing to be single is also could be one of the reasons that you are feeling lonely and you're unhappy yes so my take on this throughout my practice has been the following people so uh nowadays most of us want are ready for mm. a relationship after we have finished our education mm. there are mm. very few of us would who would want to engage in a permanent kind of a committed relationship till we have finished our education mm. now yes. having said that most of us finish our education in our late 20s yeah by then we are so independent and so used to living way our way that yeah. we find it very difficult to adjust to another person and that person's ways yes. which by the time we reach that stage we have experimented with temporary relationships so there is an inherent uh, hesitance to commit to a permanent relationship because we find ourselves we find it difficult to imagine to be able to adjust to a new person and the partner's new ways so that's yeah. been one of the reasons why people have kind of delayed committing to relationships or even chosen not to commit to relationships yes yes that's one second so i'll conclude all my points into one point in just 2 minutes yes please. also uh so if i talk about myself we as a generation saw secure marriages in our parents even if they had differences we didn't really see it in the open having mm-hmm. said that our kids or the present teenage generation has yeah. seen more disturbed marital relationships so their faith itself on committed permanent relationships is shaken 
Yes. True. Third, we as uh, the 40s and the 50s right now is literally called the sandwich generation in which the previous generation is comparatively more cultural and traditional and mm. the next generation that means our kids are completely western yeah are getting more western or get taking on to the western society yeah we are already having a very hard time balancing the responsibilities and the modalities of thinking between these two generations because culturally we've been told that take care of parents whereas yeah. our next generation is not ready to tolerate us forget the grandparents and their idiosyncrasies so yes. their faith itself on the whole system is shaken and having seen us they are more and more convinced that it's better to not have responsibilities which is what you were saying yes right so yes. in the whole process we are now having teenagers and kids who would rather be on themselves is what they think when they are in their 30s but yes. by the time they reach their 40s they and they have earned enough because obviously the salaries and the pay packets are very good nowadays yeah. so by the time they are 45 or 50 they are actually ready to retire visa vis we who would have to work to a 65 or a 70 so when yeah. they are retiring is when the loneliness then hits them mm. so the younger generation is lonely because we being the sandwich generation is already sandwiched so yes. they feel that and also we our way of bringing the next generation up also has been compensatory because we are working yes so they are very very self absorbed it's very difficult for them to look beyond themselves so yes. they would get upset if they don't get a pizza we <laughs> yes. never got upset so that's the kind of thing so for them to adjustment is a strict no no yeah so by the time they realize that they need some money it's quite a few times quite late and hence the depression starts in that age and that's how the mm-hmm. next global burden of diseases is expected to be depression because people mm. are kind of trying to do it their way yeah. without mental health advice or without analyzing why they are doing so yeah. and landing up in a situation where they are turning out to be lonely so we are literally sitting on a ticking time bomb and yes. we don't know how many people are going to be actually in the system that the system needs to take care of if we do not handle that right now that's one and how many of them are just going to be a part of loneliness epidemic visa visa mental health epidemic which oh, is yeah. where the thin line today lies in line yes you do not know what is going to actually and who's going to actually need uh, immediate and severe help if we do not take action right now but jyoti tell me the world is also becoming polarized you know the tolerance levels are going down yes. and our ability to you know adjust or even see the other person more empathetically or you know more compassionate compassionately is actually reducing by the day and that also could be one of the reasons that people are choosing not to interact with other people and saying that okay you know forget it you know even the smaller smallest differences and i'm not just talking about the you know polarization that that's happening between countries and nations and continents but also you know it's with within our neighbor. house 
yeah within the house how the tolerance levels are going down the polarization is going up it's not just about the caste you know it's not just about another Absolutely. culture we are we are actually sitting on this another time bomb that's ticking every day so how do we how do we tackle this and that that's leading people to becoming lonely because they're isolating themselves uh rather than confronting things they're like okay that's let's say the withdrawal or the isolation whether it has a sound base or a sound reason itself is now the question which i raise find yeah. you 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 kind of want to be alone you think that uh living alone independent in having a space of my own which most of them yeah. say that i need yeah. a space, space of my yeah. own yeah. yes but are the reasons behind it really uh prudent or are they full proof or are you missing a point one second is it because you have faced lack of empathy because of which you are projecting lack of empathy mm is it because because you have had negative experiences you are blocking yourself to possible positive experiences yeah yeah or are you genuinely happy being alone yeah so the loneliness epidemic which was being discussed and which does get discussed actually has bo- more of a negative connotation to it unfortunately than a positive connotation to it because they yeah. are trying to say that people are going to get so lonely that the burden of diseases on us on the system is going to be extremely high so today if i'm living alone and i suffer a cardiac arrest it's the system which has to take care of me rather than a family which will come and take care of you mm-hmm. so when that happens because of which the health policies also which are being formed have to be formed in such a way that the system can take care of you rather than depending on close relatives to take care of you so the burden on the system also increases on the healthcare system so we are basically going round and round in circles yes so the so the system now needs to wake up and become vigilant about the fact that they need to take care of individuals and singles who are living around who are on uh, living by themselves so that you know uh, there can be the consequences can be sort of taken care of but what about what about jyoti people who are surrounded by uh their friends people who are in marriages surrounded by people and yet there is extreme loneliness there yes these are the people we have always said require help hmm so there will be many reasons that they can't come out of the situation in which they are Yeah. and we on the other side of the table are no one to judge whether they are being reasonable or unreasonable in their judgment hmm they have chosen to remain where they are for their own reasons hmm now as medics paramedics and mental health professionals and mental health uh brigade like you guys yeah it's for us to now 
help them through that phase that fine we identify we understand that you're not in the most closely bonded relationship mm. but we respect your right to live and to continue your choice one your right to live and your choice to continue to live like this but mm. we are here to support you as much as we can in the given circumstances and constrictions that you are giving us but mm. we are here to support mm. so yeah. as counselors as yeah. doctors as ngos as open helplines please express yourself don't shove it under the uh, carpet for it to become a mental health disease mm. please yeah. seek help discuss find a confidant find a friend find a therapist find someone whom you can share your thoughts with so that even if you have this prickling sensation of not being in the most closely bonded relationship or household or an ecosystem yeah. you yeah. still have someone who cares for you and you can care for yeah yeah so this person yeah. can be the opposite gender can be the same gender can be anyone but have a confident and you have a right to have a confident yeah so besides of course reaching out to counselors besides uh, you know you can uh, call a helpline number it's important that in our in our everyday life no matter if you are with your family no matter if you are surrounded with your friends uh, there can be loneliness pang so it's important that we can we should have some close people who yes. perhaps can be our confidants and we can share our feelings with them because sharing the feelings is what will uh, ultimately make us feel more connected yeah so i would give you a simple example when we have so uh, i'm attached to iit bombay so there are mm. lot of students who lit all the students are living alone there now yes. obviously each student who walks into my room i cannot tell the student or i can't tell the institute that this guy is lonely he is homesick please let his family stay on campus it will be like each iit will have their families living on campus so what yes. we do is through organizations like the student wellness center we yeah. create social networks and safety nets for each student so this is just an example that i'm quoting yeah. Yes. similarly all of us need to have a safety net for ourselves then we yeah. don't have to be suicidal to have a safety net yes we just need to have people in our life who we feel valueous and when we can't find those people please i think it's best to approach someone for professional approach someone professionally and say that okay i need help i can't find people please build a safety net for me or be my safety net mm, yeah that's very important either you find people who value you and keep them around you or you find your safety net but uh, any any numbers or anywhere people can directly reach out if they are going through you know these pangs and need help 
talking yes, to someone. There are many mental health helplines which are open now. Some are run even by the Indian Psychiatry Society. So there mm. are helplines which are now active. Mm. Uh, very honestly, they are not manned. Not all of them are manned twenty four seven. But yeah. yes, there are helplines for emergencies and. Yes, mental health. There has been a rise in tele mental health. So you yeah. usually will find someone or the other who will be able to help you. Okay, great. And if someone wants to reach out to you, Jyoti, how do we, how do they connect to you? They can mail me on my email ID. That is the best thing to do. Okay. Uh, so that's Dr. Jyoti Sangle at gmail dot com. I think that's the safest. Or they can reach me on my LinkedIn profile. They yeah. can reach me through my through Twitter, through Instagram. So any of the handles, they can look for me, and I'll be there. And I have a lot reaching out to me through the social media platforms. So it does help. Yes, sure, sure. Thank you so much, Jyoti, for your time. I really appreciate it, and I hope the listeners can get help. Whenever they feel the symptoms of loneliness, and I hope the system is there to support more people as we go forward. Thank you, Suchita, for having me. It was nice talking to you. Our greatest takeaway from this episode is: no matter what are the reasons for you to feel lonely, the best thing is you need to reach out. You need to reach out to a friend. You need to make a confidant. You need to reach out to a therapist. We're going to be putting some numbers down below in the description, so do check that out as well. And of course, keep track of more of the episodes of the SOS Show on our Insta and Twitter handle with the name the SOS Show Pod.